I'm back from family vacation and I really think I need another one. <laughs> it was a great time, but let's just put it this way. Would you want to spend 20 hours stuck in a van with four screaming boys? But now it's time to get back to work, back to business, and back to talking about myself because that's basically what I do here. Well, not just about myself. It's time for another Sunshine Summit. Evening Hot Dado Podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Welcome to the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, the ever chipper Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out. And if you are new, this is the show where I I tell stories about what's going on with me and rant and ramble and 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 give you just my train of thought because that's how my brain works. I tell you about some podcasts that I think you should check out, and I rant and ramble and gripe about stupid people doing stupid things, because sometimes you, don't you just, everybody wants to do that sometimes. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm back, like I said. So, I gotta, I gotta get this out of the way, because I, it's one of those things where because I know what I was going to talk about this week, it kind of doesn't fit. But just throwing it out there, this episode, this week, is actually the third anniversary of the show. Yay! Congratulations. Yeah, it's one of those things where I just I just did the 100th episode. I mean, we're only at 114 right now. I just did the 100th episode a few months back, and it was such a big deal with that. And coming off of vacation, I don't have time to plan an anniversary show, and I haven't really made that big of a deal about it in the past year or so. I just said, screw it. I'm just going to say it. It's like, why? Because I just came back from vacation. That's what I've got to talk about. (laughs) Not another 100th episode I'm going to talk about myself. Not that I don't spend majority of the show talking about myself, but not that I'm not going to spend another episode stroking my ego you know, a few months later. So there's that. But I just kind of wanted to get it out of the way. This is, in fact, anniversary show. Yay. Okay. Done with. So <laughs> back from vacation. So first off, before we left... Uh, storms, <laughs> lots of storms, uh, monsoons hit. I, I mentioned this before and I guess it continued while we were gone that we were driving out of town and my wife saw like, on her little weather map thing on her phone that there was another big storm coming our way. And my sister was kind of pet sitting for us and told us that there were storms coming and going throughout the whole week. There's actually another uh, podcaster who lives out here, not one of my uh, SMF buddies, but uh, someone I've met through Sunshine and Power Cuts, actually, who's just one of those cases, much like the other guys. It's like, oh, shit, you live in surprise, too. But he actually went and recorded the sound of the rain one night, which was kind of cool. But anyway, just more storms and more storms, which if you follow me on Instagram or, or Twitter or Facebook or whatever. That's all at odd dead out. Just getting in in there. Um, <laughs> um, 
what I, I, my yard was a mess when I got home and I literally, I mowed the yard the day before we left because I knew that it, like I wasn't going to be able to mow it for a week. So it's going to get pretty unruly. I better. Yeah. It, it didn't help. It was a total mess when I got back. I fixed it. <laughs> anyway, our vacation was fun. And if you've listened before, I've talked about our vacation in, in past years, we drive back to visit our families in Texas. Um, my, both of our dads live there, stepmoms, brothers, some of our brothers, like I get two of my brothers live in Texas. Um, my wife's family is all from there. I've got family here too, but you know, we go, we basically, we drive back, drive back. And like I said in the intro, 20 hours. Now that's 20 hours with, you know, we, we stop for meals and things like that, but we carry our food on the road. So we pack, you know, it's like, oh, we're going to have chicken and watermelon. Yeah, really. We, we pack fried chicken and watermelon as our, as our dinner for the, for the road. You know, we get fried chicken, have it all bagged up, lots of plates and stuff and hack up a bunch of watermelon to take. And we have like chicken and watermelon and, you know, juice boxes and shit like that for dinner on the road coolers full of snacks and you know crackers and chips and jerky and cookies and all this stuff and take all this with us it's easier to eat on the road you know bagels and cream cheese and you know chocolate milk stop breakfast stuff we stop for major meals and whatever a, a necessary bathroom breaks but for the most part when we drive out there we don't stop it's for the most part a non-stop it's a straight through. We don't stay in any hotels on the road going out there on the way back. That's a whole other thing. But when we drive out there, basically going in mostly rested, we're in a decent shape. We have determined after nine years of doing this, that it is best for us to set up to leave or end the boys are supposed to go to nap time. So we basically get them lunch. Like, boys, eat lunch. All right, then we're going to go lay down for naps. Instead of laying down for naps, we're all getting in the van and we're driving. And that's worked out the best for us because then we've got the most daylight hours. Because my wife can't. she She's wired to sleep at night. I am wired to be awake for more of the night. So I can handle the night driving. At the same time, my wife doesn't like driving through major cities traffic and claustrophobia and all that. So I've got to get us out of Phoenix. I have to get us through Tucson. And from there, it's basically open road until El Paso. It's small towns and and stuff like that until you get to El Paso. But I basically have to take the first two-ish, two to three hours of driving. And that's fine, whatever. But the bitch of it was this year, which tends to happen. I actually work up until vacation. I work the day before vacation, or in my case, the night before vacation. I didn't get home until about five o'clock in the morning. (laughs) We were leaving. The goal was to leave around 11 o'clock. I knew we weren't going to leave by 11. I don't care what she said. I was like, maybe we'll we'll be out of here by noon. That was kind of my, in my head. I could, if she said 11, it's noon. (laughs) Just, we never leave on time, but who does for vacation? Does it, unless you're getting on a plane, does it really matter when you leave on vacation? But we left around noon, but yeah, I got home at like 5 AM and you know, I pre-packed like the luggage and stuff was in the van, but there's still like 
all the food still had to get loaded up because it's food stuff's in the refrigerator. So, so we had all that to do and, and, you know, sensitive stuff. It's a hundred and something degrees outside. I'm not going to pack our first aid kit, which has, you know, aloe gel and aerosol, you know, bug spray and, and all this. It's, it's got things that are temperature sensitive in it. It's like last thing I need is a can of bug spray exploding in the back of the van because it's 115 degrees outside or, you know, something like, you know, gel melting or whatever. And I'm not going to, my, my son's medications are in there, things like that. I was like, I'm not putting that stuff in the van yet. So all that stuff got loaded that morning. No big deal. But again, waking up at about 7:30 after a, you know, a normal day, like today, Get home at four or something, four or five, whatever. A lot of Saturdays I get home at five because Fridays. But a you know, normal day, I get up, I deal with the boys. It's around the house is fine. I can like be up at seven on almost no sleep, function around the house, whatever, take a nap later when I can, whatever. Except, of course, show days. But <laughs> having to do all the loading up of stuff, and it's hot. But getting up that early and basically having to be on 100% for the next 24 hours, basically, until we got to the hotel in in Texas. And I'm just like, no. <laughs> like I, I, was, I was damn tired. I think I actually took a nap after I got everything loaded up. I laid down on the couch. I was like, I'm going to lay down for like 30 minutes. It's like, it's not lunchtime yet. It's not, it's like, everything's loaded. We're, I'm just going to lay down. <laughs> but again, it's, it's first leg is mine. But as soon as like, nope, we're out of Tucson here. We're going to, I think my wife and I stopped because we hadn't eaten. Boys ate everything. It was like, we're going to stop and grab us some burgers. We're going to scarf hamburgers. I forget what the fuck we got. Um, we're going to you know eat lunch. They already ate lunch. Okay. You guys go to sleep. We're on the road. Like we're gonna eat something, and then I we switched, and I knocked the hell out, and she pretty much for the most part drove until sundown, and because like I said, she's she can't handle the night driving as well as I can, but that meant that I got a little bit of time to actually sleep, but you know it, it's really kind of a simple our our process. <laughs> uh, in years past, we did not we would like oh we're gonna get up early, we're gonna leave it. 7.30. Shit like that. We never would. We'd leave at like 10. <laughs> if the goal was to leave at like 8, we didn't leave for 10 until 10 or 11 or whatever. This year it was like 11 o'clock. Like we're not getting out of here at 11. We're not going to wrangle the boys <laughs> in that amount of time. <laughs> you know, oh, make sure the dishes are clear and this, 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 and do make sure I'd go through checklists. And like, that's not going to happen. But all of that aside, it was, this was probably the most efficient trip we've ever done. <laughs> really, like we we minimized. We had probably the lightest load when it came to packing the van we've ever had. And this is actually when we actually had to kind of make special arrangements this year because when the kids were doing fundraisers and stuff, they're doing those. I don't know if you've ever had these those butter braid things where it's basically like kind of a, a cake, a pound, not like a pound cake, but like a uh, coffee cake type thing where you basically gets a frozen loaf of, of whatever. And you might have a cheese. There's some that are like cinnamon 
swirl and cherry and and cheesecake and whatever and it's, it's not cheesecake but like cream cheese swirl and whatever and all these different blueberry whatever all these different flavors of of these kind of desserty breakfasty kind of breads they're really good but basically it's a frozen piece of dough and when you get it you actually have to defrost it and it has to proof it has to rise and do all that whole side of it well it has to remain frozen because as soon as it thaws out, it starts rising. And it's a problem when you are supposed to be taking these to your family that is 20 hours away across a you know, perilous desert. So we're like, well, how the hell are we going to get these things? Because we're taking them to my, my wife's stepmom. So we've got to get all this stuff all the way there. And oh yeah, we've got a like two-day holdover in San Antonio visiting my parents. So before we, it was like, we're going to get to my parents. We're going to spend two, three days there. And then we're taking it to her parents. So we've got to, how are we going to transport this? And so we, uh, I will say my sister-in-law came up with an idea of basically freezing a bunch of like just Ziploc bags full of water and using these as just giant ice bricks inside our, we have a cooler and like just pack our cooler with these ice bricks and basically make it this is not opening normally we use the cooler for drinks you know it's what you use you know throw a bag of ice in there whatever and all of our sodas and gatorade and and energy drinks you know all of my nos and all the energy drinks and whatever that we need to get through the trip and it all just gets crammed into the cooler constantly in and out of the cooler not this year. This year, that thing had a lock on it. <laughs> Literally, anything that was super temperature sensitive stuck. And it was like put the all of the little frozen loaves in there, and with bricks of ice, <laughs> and we had like gallon bags frozen uh, to cram in there. So we have these huge ice blocks, and these things are coming straight out of the freezer. Everything went basically straight out of the freezer, straight into the thing, closed locked did not open the only time it was opened on the trip was dinner time because the dinner food was also in there to keep it cold and it was it and it didn't open and it stayed in the back like nope we're not getting into it this is going all the way in the back nobody's touching it and it's locked <laughs> and then we had you know other bags with you know our, our drinks like hey it don't have to be that cold so we did the old, you know, freeze bottles of water and just stick those intermittently in there. We have some of those refrigerated, insulated bags that we carry food in for the trip. Anyway, so we're like, okay, we're just going to stick drinks in here, which incidentally, we can't get nearly as many drinks in those bags as we can in the cooler, which sucks. But, you know, we're also carrying, like I said, we're carrying dinners. We're carrying fried chicken and watermelon <laughs> and then tons of drinks and all this stuff. So we just do the, the frozen water bottle trick. It works. We don't need our drinks to be super chilled all the time. So it's okay if the Dr. Pepper is not freezing. I actually prefer it. So fine. And we get everything. But for the most part, we've like the boys all have leg room this year. We don't have for the first time. We didn't have to pack a, a, a playpen or a, a pack and play a bed for any of the boys. Didn't have a baby that we were you know having to carry you know, a jumbo stroller and super like tons and tons of accessories for baby. You know, again, like us, like our, we have a portable high chair. Didn't have to take it. Sam doesn't need it anymore. He doesn't, he sleeps in a regular bed. 
he, you know, so we didn't have to pack tons of things. So suddenly the boys actually have all like rig room for real. It was crazy. <laughs> we all have room to stretch out. You know, before we'd have so much stuff crammed in there that when it was say, you're not the one driving and it's your sleeping shift, you couldn't like lean the seat back because there was too much crap there. <laughs> and so, but this time we're like, no, there's room. We can kind of stretch out a little bit. My back didn't bug me at all. It was great. And we we're actually able to take longer driving shifts this time and actually get rest during our driving shifts or during our, our sleep shift. And normally we were, we would drive maybe two hours to the point of exhaustion. Like I'm swerving. I think at one point last year, I actually swerved. I was, I was so tired. I swerved and plowed. There was like road cones and I actually plowed through a road cone. It's two in the morning on an empty Texas road. There's nothing around except me hitting a cone. So, but we would drive to the point of exhaustion and we'd stop if we were like, look, I can't go. Like you can't go either. All right. We're going to stop and park at like a rest stop and, and take a nap for an hour or whatever until we could open our eyes again, basically. And then back on the road and just push and push and push and we'd be exhausted. This year, we were actually very rested. We were very prepared. We went in, even though I was so tired going in, like when the day started, you know, I got good rest while she took over the rest of that sort of day shift <laughs> that first. And then when, you know, sun went down, I started driving and I drove until I was, I didn't even drive till I was exhausted. I just drove until I was like, I'm getting tired. Uh, I'm going to pull off and take a nap for a bit. And I did. It was like pulled off, took like an hour or so nap. Back on the road, still nighttime. All right, I'm still driving. Let her sleep. You know, drive a few more hours. Like bathroom breaks went much more. It went so much smoother. And we actually found ourselves realizing like, we're going to make it there like seven in the morning. They're not expecting us till noon. We can't check into the hotel until later. It's like, shit. I was like, all right, well, let's pull off, take a nap, take some time. Like I basically kept going until the morning when it was time for breakfast. and you know, stopped off at a rest stop on the road. We seem to always stop at and, you know, sit down, have breakfast at a rest stop. It's a nice rest stop. It get wagon wheels and stuff, uh, you know, picnic tables around <laughs> and bagels and cream cheese and, and some chocolate milk and have a little sit down breakfast. Everyone stretched their legs a bit. And my wife basically took over driving. I took, got some sleep and, but we, we made great time. No major drama other than sometimes the boys would get a little rowdy because they were tired of being cooped up in a van because again, we're cooped up in a van for just about 20 hours, <laughs> but it was, it was so much smoother this year than it's been any other year. And you know, my wife, my wife finds hotels and is booking hotels in like January. And this year she really she knocked it out of the park. We have found, we've, we've gone through tons of hotel chains. We've tried different hotels. We've come to the realization we need a full kitchen. We need, you know, we've got four boys. So there, there's six of us. We need to have t- tons of bed space. Usually need to have three beds. Um, I forget where it was. We were staying, why we were, where we were. I think we were, I think it might've been a trip to San Antonio. I don't even remember. I'm really having a hard time remembering, 
But I remember there was one hotel we stayed at at one point where it, it had three, I had like a separate bedroom with two queen beds. And then there was the, out in the kind of the front room area, there was a third bed, tons of space, but it still had that you're basically just in a room full of beds and there's a TV. And so it didn't have that even with like a full refrigerator or whatever, it, it was still just kind of that, that hotel roomy sort of claustrophobia sort of like you get cabin fever in those kind of rooms. And it's kind of what we've learned over, over the years, especially adding more and more boys uh, that you get very claustrophobic. You get very cabin fevery in those hotel rooms where it's just that one room. Even when you've got maybe a, a good kitchen space in there, it's still a very claustrophobic, very cabin fevery sort of space. And this year she found the, uh, the stay bridge hotels and she actually signed up for like their club membership thing to get discounts on it, I guess. And I guess she's building points, but what this basically they're full suites. And so you've got basically a living room area and you've got a couch. It's like a fold out hide a bed sofa couch and, you know, nice chairs and end tables and a TV cabinet and a full, like, you know, the micro hotel kitchen, but you know, got a range and a dishwasher and full refrigerator, all that. So you've got a kitchen with counters and a bar and tables and, and a desk and all these, you've got like a full living space and a kitchen space and then a separate bedroom with the two queen beds. So we've got the two queen beds and then we've got the fold out sofa bed. So you kind of have that. It's more like a small apartment, more, more homey. And so we were actually staying in these in like three of these sort of rooms you've got a living space and you've got a bedroom space. So you don't have that cabin fevery thing. We can all sit down and they bought DVD players and all that stuff. And so we're like, okay, it's bedtime. We go to the bedroom <laughs> and like, you know, my wife is one of those people that unpacks, especially when, because we do have these kind of longer stays. We're there for three, four days. She unpacks the, the luggage. She unpacks all of our suitcases and puts them in the dressers and all that stuff. I'm, I'm more of the, I'm just, live out of the suitcase in the hotel thing, but she's no unpack, put things in drawers. This is your drawer. This is his drawer. And all the boys have their own drawer, all that stuff. So we unpack and we've all got, you know, our space, you know, go down breakfast and, you know, hotel breakfast. And I'm just going to say this now, any hotel that does not provide free hot breakfast in 2018 is a no, <laughs> that's a pass. That is a, it's be, you know, continental breakfast used to be acceptable. It used to be like, yeah, we're going to give you some, some bagels and cream cheese and some orange juice and some, some milk cartons or and coffee and whatever, you know, continental and maybe some bananas and whatever. Continental breakfast used to be acceptable. And then I forget who did it first, but whoever started doing hot breakfast at hotels basically created a new standard. And now it's hot breakfast at hotels is a standard and you've got to have the waffles and the, 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 the eggs and the bacon and the sausage. And you got to have all these things you do. Because it's become a, it's become an acceptable standard for me for breakfast for a hotel and any time for work when we have to do sometimes we have to do overnight trips out of town and stick us in a hotel and we've all said they must provide breakfast wherever we stay they have to provide free breakfast because 
we're given a, you know, for work, we're given a budget of, Hey, here's your money for food. Well, if we got 50 bucks and we got two days of food, if we have to pay for breakfast too, we're screwed. There's no, we're, we're going to go over. So things like that. But it's kind of become a, a standard for me and for my wife. If they don't have free breakfast in the hotel, no. <laughs> and we, we realized like there was one year where we did that and we actually stayed at a Hilton. And I'm not going to openly bash Hilton's, but I will say overpriced. We paid for a lot of ambiance and didn't get, it was like, it was a really pretty room, re- comfortable beds, but for what we paid, it wasn't worth the money necessarily. And there was no breakfast like at all. They were like, Oh yeah, we have a restaurant downstairs. And if you want breakfast, it's this much. And it was going to be like $15 a person. Fuck that. So we ended up going to Whataburger when we were there, but that's all. That was another year. (laughs) But yeah, we have basically said, Nope, this hotel, like the two that we stayed at this year, where that's it. That's where we want to be because <laughs> they're just, yeah, with, with again, free breakfast, <laughs> you know, and my wife loves the Texas shaped waffles, which you go to a hotel in Texas and it's basically always Texas shaped waffles. But yeah, we do that and we go and, you know, you know, the scrambled eggs and bacon and sausage and my wife, you know, fruit, bowls of fruit or just cereal or coffee and you know do breakfast every morning and i seriously thought i was pretty much probably eating two breakfasts every day because i was getting the eggs and the bacon and the sausage and all that stuff and then a waffle where <laughs> i think one day i did like scrambled eggs and sausage and then a bowl of cereal and there were a couple of days after a while i got tired of because with four boys it takes a lot of waffles and then you're holding up the line and the waffle maker so i just like fuck it i'm not doing waffles anymore there are too many, and it was busy, busy hotels. It's July, and there are tons of other families that want waffles. And I'm not going to sit here, wait, holding up the lines for like ten minutes to make four damn waffles. So no, no more waffles. Like you're getting scrambled eggs. I was like, you're getting an omelet and bacon, or like we're just going to have cereal. And there were a few days where we just had cereal because they had, you know, it was Fruit Loops and things like that that we don't normally have. You know, and we're much more Cheerios and 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 mini wheats kind of people usually more because that's on wick but that's a again other issue <laughs> so it was like oh yeah they're gonna have fruit loops or whatever and so i'd end up having like omelet and bacon and sausage and then go have a big bowl of raisin bran or they had like raisin granola one day because almost so rebellious i went and had i did a bowl it was half raisin granola half raisin bran because why the hell not you know after my eggs and bacon, <laughs> but yeah, I, I was stuffing myself on breakfast every day and then, you know, every day get lunch and go out to dinner with my parents or her parents or my brother or whatever. You know, go out to the restaurant where my, my brother's a restaurant manager and go out to the restaurant where he works and we're going to have dinner over there and whatever. I was like, just getting stuffed. I was like, I, I seriously expected to come back and have gained 10 pounds because I was just getting stuffed the whole time. Uh, so, <laughs> but that's vacation. That's what vacation is for. Getting, you go, people will go and they're, oh, I'm, am I getting my beach body together? And it's like, why? So you can go on vacation and stuff yourself back into the weight you were six weeks ago. <laughs> but 
Yeah, I, it, but we had a great time. You know, we we did all the same things we always do. My stepmom always takes us out. She loves taking the boys to Peter Piper Pizza. So we go do that. Just, God, I think we probably blew $100 on tokens between all of us. Like, between my little brother and his girlfriend and my wife and I. We normally don't. My my stepmom will go and she'll buy a ton of tokens and give them just here. Here's a cup and just give everybody a bunch of tokens. We go play till that's done. That's it. And I think, like... We had all that they originally bought. And then just about everybody went and got like 20 bucks more in tokens themselves. <laughs> and so we, we probably threw down a hundred dollars in tokens. And then like when my, my brother beat everybody there. So he ordered the pizzas, like he ordered two pizzas and all the drinks, everything for everybody and the tokens. And then when my stepmom got and my dad got there, they went and ordered another pizza and another thing of tokens. We just, we didn't touch like a whole pizza, which we ended up taking with us. <laughs> you know, we went and had a pool party uh, after that. And so we went and did that. And, but yeah, we, we blew so much money on that, but it was great. We're just getting to, we weren't so broke and we've gone in our vacation back home has always been, it's back home for my wife, but my vacation, our vacation back to Texas every year, has always been a, we must do this. There's no exceptions. We are doing this because it's the one time of year my wife gets to see her dad. He can't, his health is such he can't travel. They can't come out here to visit us. And so this is the only time she gets to see her dad. And really it's the only time I see my dad because they don't come out here. So we don't, we don't get to see our, the, our Texas family much other than this trip. So she's like, this is non-negotiable. We go. Doesn't matter what it's going to take. We are going to go. And a lot of years in the past, we've been just fucking broke. You know, car repairs or whatever. We've just been broke when it's happened. And this year, we finally were like a, we didn't even have to use tax money for it. We just were, we're in a financial position now where we're like, all right, yeah, we just have to save up for a couple of months. It's like two months, two, three months of, all right, save this. And we've got the money for vacation, all the hotels, everything covered you know, staying in the most expensive, the nicest accommodations we've ever stayed in and basically become our new standard accommodations. And, you know, we went from like, it's a hundred dollar a night hotel and like really like, ah, it's one ten. That's really pushing it to nearly $200 a night hotel, <laughs> but it's these big suites and it's very homey and comfortable and nobody's getting cabin fever and fighting. It's, we can sit down and have a relaxing movie night in the hotel put on a DVD and everyone sit down and relax and you know, whatever, and have a nice veggie vegging in day in the hotel. We can do that in these, the hotels where we've kind of settled on these and, you know, going, spending time with family, but having a much more, we, we weren't so financially strapped and, you know, we've had years in the past where we've rented a car and then rental car costs and extra gas, all this, you know, where we came back and we usually get money from our parents while we're there. They're like, you know, getting like, Oh, buy the kids something nice or whatever. We usually end up needing that money just to make it home or just to cover groceries. When we get back <laughs> this year, by some miracle, we came home with an extra $500. We actually came back home this year 
with extra money that's never happened. Something has always been, you know, we're always eating out, going out to, you know, getting, buying breakfast, buying lunch, buying like whatever. You know, I think last year we went to Whataburger every single day because we're in Texas and the Whataburger is different in Texas. It's from Texas. It's, it's very different going to Whataburger here than it is going to a Whataburger in Texas. If you've, if you've experienced it, you understand <laughs> anybody else who's like, the hell it's like McDonald's here, McDonald's there, whatever. That's like, it, but Whataburgers are different in Texas. It's kind of because it's a Texas based hamburger plate. They, they care more about upholding the brand in Texas than they do here. It's just another chain. You know, here it's just another McDonald's or in and out or whatever. It's just, it's Whataburger. There, it's actually not held in, Whataburger in, in Arizona is not held in good, in high regard. In Texas, it's, that's it. It's Whataburger, it's Dr. Pepper. <laughs> it's, it's all that matters. <laughs> anyway, but, you know, before, yeah, we, we'd go out to eat every single day. We weren't doing that this time. Right. If we were, it was like, yeah, it was a big family dinner or whatever. But we weren't going and spending $60 on fast food every meal. You know, we weren't, we were having breakfast at the hotel. We were having, you know, we had, we had lunch meat and, and peanut butter and bread. And we were, you know, we're ha- if we were having lunch at, at the, in the hotel, we we're having sandwiches. We we're having whatever, you know, going out to Dean, to dinner, <laughs> going out to dinner with my parents or her parents or my brother, whoever. You know, oh, we're just ordering in pizza. It's like, why? We're just having a, it's like, we're going to go, we're going to order pizza and they're going to come over to the hotel. We're going to hang out and have a pizza day, whatever, you know, but there's much less of that. It was like, we ended up, it's just, this was our most efficient, our smoothest vacation ever. This is great. We need to repeat this next year. We're really just like, this is it. We know what it's going to take. This is the things we're like, this is our hotel. This is our budget. This is this and this and this. The van is in the best mechanical shape it's been and it's paid off. That, you know, they're, they're like, yeah, I need to do the brakes and little things like that. But it, mechanically, my van is in the best shape it's been. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're in a good spot. We're like, we're really excited coming off this vacation. It was great. You know, like I said, we, we do all the same stuff. We hang out with our families. We go, we go visit the aquarium, Texas state aquarium every year. And that's what we do. We go visit the aquarium. Uh, they haven't changed much there, but you know, they did a big renovation and added a couple exhibits, but for the most part, we're still going and seeing the same sharks, the same dolphins. They didn't have a new dolphin this year, but you know, things like go see the same dolphin show we see every year. We go see the sharks. We go, you know, the boys go and play in the splash pad. You know, I go play in the splash pad with them, things like that. You know, we could do all the same stuff. We go to, you know, my brothers and go swimming. We go to Peter Piper. We do, we do all the same stuff every year, but it's the things, those are the things we look forward to because we only do these things while we're there. We don't go to these, to the, a lot. We don't go to the pool people, <laughs> you know, uh, we're not big social people like that. We, we don't do a lot of things in our normal lives because of our kind of temperament. And so this is the time we get to go do these big social things and go out. And incidentally, with all of the pool parties and splash pads, my hair is fried. (laughs) My hair is so chlorine fried still. And then because we were in like South Texas and 
and humidity and all of that. My, my wife and I were just, our hair was dying. We were just so f- wake up every morning and hair is frizzed and it was a nightmare to brush every, uh, uh, anyway. <laughs> yes, I realize I'm, I'm bitching about frizzy hair, but yeah. Anyway, but we had, we had a blast like we always do. And we come home. We'd make the drive home and we've, again, like I said before, when we drive out there, one it's straight shot. We have to stop for an hour and take a nap on it at a rest stop. Fine, whatever. But it's always been, we're so kind of tapped out by the end of the trip that we have to stop for a hotel. And in the past, it's just been a, we're driving, driving. It's like, I can't make it anymore. Let's just stop. And it's a, okay, now we have to find a hotel somewhere. And so we usually, almost every time we stop in Fort Stockton, Texas, which is not that far. When you start in San Antonio or Corpus Christi, it's not that far. You've not been on the road that long. Comparatively speaking, it's about six hours. It's, it's six, six and a half hours. You have not, you haven't even gotten out of Texas yet and you're already having stopped because that drive sucks. Basically, <laughs> that whole stretch is just a whole lot of boring nothing that sucks the life out of you. But we've resigned ourselves to, we know we can make it to Fort Stockton. Any given trip, we can make it to Fort Stockton. Even if we have to tag out every two hours, we can make it to Fort Stockton in a night, in a day, whatever, whenever we leave. And so we did. We did. We went to Fort Stockton. We already had it booked. It was like, nope, we're staying at this hotel in Fort Stockton. We've got the room. And it was another one of these, the same chain. So we knew what we were getting into. <laughs> it was like, we just need a bed for a night. I think we got there around nine o'clock, you know, bed. <laughs> it's like, eat dinner, go to bed, get up in the morning, have breakfast, back on the road and drive. And the, that second day, it's a 10, 11 hour drive. The second day, but that's after a good night of sleep, <laughs> breakfast, all this. I drove the entire rest of the way. Like my wife was prepared several times. She's like, are you okay? You good? You want me to take her? I was like, no, I'm good. Now I was also drinking energy drinks and, and scarfing jerky because I forgot to mention there, the beef jerky outlet we go, we discovered last year that we go to now and get all of our big fancy gourmet jerky and, and popcorn and all this stuff that we get now. But we made our trip to the jerky place and got our jerky for the trip. And I'm sitting there, my wife and I are both sitting there munching jerky and, and fancy popcorn and, and I'm pounding, you know, I'm not pounding them back, but I'm, you know, I'm drinking my energy drinks and Dr. Peppers and whatever, and just going. And I forget, we stopped and because we were making such time, we realized like, wait, we can get home before normal bedtime, before, but like normal dinner time, like we can get back at a normal time. And like sun was still up and then as I'm driving and my wife keeps looking at her GPS, it's like, it's saying we're going to be there at five 45 shoots. We went from, Oh, it'll be there. We'll be home at six 30 to it says six 15. It says five 59. Like we're going to be there before. Six. And then like, Oh, bathroom break. I'm like, Oh, stop for lunch. Oh, bathroom break. And she was getting so upset with every time the boys needed a bathroom break. <laughs> It's so funny. It's like every time the boys needed a bathroom break, she was getting so frustrated because she wanted to get home. So it's like, I want to see 530. It's like, babe, we're not going to make it by 530. But we literally, we were in town when one of the boys were like, dad, I have to go to the bathroom. And we ended up having to stop at 
a gas station in town. We were back. Technically, we're on like East Valley of Phoenix and we had to stop. And she's like, that's it. No more breaks. We're getting back on the road. Like, and road construction in the middle of town. We're like, no, we're like, we're trying to get to the the freeway. That's the closest to the house. And it just goes right up alongside. It goes through surprise. We're like, right there. It's like, nope, we got to cut up through (laughs) the center of Phoenix and go along the North side to, and it's going to add like another 30 minutes to our drive. But we literally, she had the, we were like, we're just ordering pizza. Like when we get home, we're just going to order a pizza, have pizza and go to bed. And we hadn't eaten dinner. We were just kind of like, hey, we can get home in time to have dinner and, and wind down and all that stuff. So we did all. That. But it was funny. She basically was like halfway across town and pulled up the Pizza Hut app and had it all ready. And we're like, okay, so when do I push send? Like when we get to like when I exit the freeway, then you can push send because I know it's 20 minutes from when I exit the freeway here till when we get home. And so we literally, she's like, okay, now? It's like, <laughs> now, now? Now, <laughs> now, yes, push the stupid thing. And then she ordered the, 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 uh, she ordered the pizza. Like we got home. I started unpacking everything. Everyone's getting kind of settled in and I'm like taking everything out. And I went from, Oh, I'm just going to get the, the suitcases and I'll deal with the rest of the morning to fuck it. I'm going to clear everything out of the van except the trash, which I still haven't cleared out the trash. <laughs> There's still, you know, uh, juice boxes and, and little snack baggies, empty snack bags and things like that that I need to clear out and vacuum out the van because it's a mess. But sort of, I, I emptied everything out and halfway through unpacking the van, pizza shows up. We've been home for maybe 10 minutes. Pizza shows up. <laughs> and I'm good. Done. Guys, eat. And so, yeah, we just, you know, if we can get all the boys in the shower because everybody's got two days of road funk on them and but we had a great, we were just marveling on that drive back. Hey, I wasn't tired. I was chugging along again, scarfing my jerky and drinking my, my, uh, I don't know what the hell it was. Gatorades or, you know, I was having Gatorade or I was having, uh, you know, the Mountain Dew kickstarts or whatever, you know, whatever it was, caffeine and gate and jerky got me, got me home, <laughs> but you know, whatever, but Da 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 driving along. Driving. Took a couple of pictures. Yes, I realize it's moderately unsafe. I'm also sitting there, both hands on the wheel, and just like click, take a picture of the road. And the and I, I posted it on Twitter already, but the uh, the episode artwork, if you actually see the episode art for this episode, the background picture of the road is actually something I took. It is a picture of us of us driving on the I-10 on our way back home. Um, cause I was like, I want to have a picture, like a road picture to use. I, I had it in my mind. I wanted to have a picture from the road to use as the background. And what I wanted was like a picture of like the back of an 18 wheeler. But I realized anytime I was close enough to the back of an 18 wheeler to get a good shot. Cause we see thousand of them. Cause the I 10, the I 10 runs and I've said it before runs from Phoenix directly into San Antonio, Texas. You can just get on the I 10 here, take it all the way. It's very, it's, it's great for that. You don't have to make any complicated anything. And like, I don't have to turn until I have to get off to go towards my dad's house. Um, it's great, but it's funny, it's like, it's, but it's a major trucking route. 
sort of tons of, of big rigs the whole way. And so I wanted to have like the right up against it. Like anytime I'm close enough to one of these trucks, I need to be moving over to pass the truck. So I'm not going to be stopping and taking a picture. And I don't like being that close to those trucks for that long anyway. But anyway, so, but I have a nice picture of the road and I took a couple pictures of the road and I took a couple pictures out while we were out there because again, I've talked about, I, I like the landscape of the desert and the mountains. My wife, not so much, but yeah, all that, but it was, a, it was a great time. We, we had fun. It was, it was the most, again, the most efficient, the smoothest vacation we've ever had. And that's with Charlie being grounded from it. During vacation, Charlie was actually grounded and he had some, you know, there were, he lost some privileges. He didn't get to participate in some things, you know, there were like, Hey, you don't get to, you know, everyone's doing this thing. You don't get to do that thing this time because of this or whatever, or while we're watching this movie, you have to be working on your workbook or something like that. No, you're not having waffles. Something, but he, you know, he was grounded through vacation and lost some privileges. But even with that, with a, you know, couple of incidents, but it, it was a, all things considered, kid behavior was a pretty good level for the whole trip. It was really our, it was our best vacation yet. We're like, next year, yeah. <laughs> next year, Sam's going to be potty training. And it's like, Next year is our last year with a diaper bag. And I told her that next year is our last year with a diaper bag. We're not going to need a diaper bag after next year. It's going to be great. <laughs> and that's less crap we have to carry. <laughs> oh, it, So it's yay vacation. But man, you come off of that and I'm just like, ugh, just, I, I need a couple of days to decompress. I had a day. I you know came back Monday. I didn't get to go back to work until Tuesday. Like we got back on Sunday. My wife had to go back to work Monday. I didn't. I don't work Mondays because I've said that before. And so, but Monday, I basically had to spend like we unloaded all of the suitcases and all the the luggage and everything we took. I still had to unpack it all. <laughs> so Monday, I spent mowing our yard. And again, if you saw the pictures on on Instagram or Facebook. My yard was a mess. I had to mow and edge and do all this stuff to avoid HOA fines because we all know how much I love the HOA. And we're like, nope, I'm not getting dinged by the HOA because I didn't mow when I was on vacation. So first thing Monday morning, I had to mow the yard. Uh, fun. But uh, I was doing all that stuff. It was kind of, okay, cleaning up. I've still got to clean the fish tank. I've still got, I've still got a list of things to do, but it's show day. So <laughs> I realize it's, it's a week of vacation. I'm trying to wrap up here. I realize I've been rambling for 45 minutes because I can, <laughs> but yeah, we, we just had a great time and it's, it's what we do. And it's, it's the same story every year, but this year it was smoother and it just was less stressful than it's ever been. We've had some stressful vacations, but this one, this was the smoothest vacation. You know, everything went well with parents. We all had a good time. You know, it, it was a good year for vacation. So I'm going to stop there. Stop with vacation talk for now. Well, for now. And I'm going to take a quick break because I do that here. <laughs> take a quick promo break, play you some stuff. And I'll be right back to 
reintroduce you to the Sunshine Summit. With all the gaming sites full of editorials and fluff pieces, it can be hard to stay up to date on the news from the gaming industry. The Sometimes Geek Podcast is a quick and easy listen each week that covers the major headlines and the occasional review, with thoughts from an everyday gamer. You can find us at sometimesgeek.com or on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, it's Heather from Sunshine and Power Cuts, the podcast that features two types of episodes which alternate. The Sunshine ones offer inspiration drawn from nature, but in the Power Cut ones, I share honest insights into my life living off the power grid in rural New Zealand. If you'd like to check it out, it can be found where good podcasts can be downloaded, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at SunPowerPod. Until then, be empowered by nature. So that is Heather from Sunshine and Power Cuts, and Heather is once again bringing us another Sunshine Summit which she's still calling Sunshine Summit 2018, but we've already had one of those this year, so I've been kind of nudging her. I've been calling it a Sunshine Summit 2.0. And if you remember the first Sunshine Summit earlier this year, it to, to backtrack a little bit, Heather put this on earlier in the year as it's it's a week, or in last, last time it was actually like a week and a half, of, of live streams from hosts and primarily podcasters uh, just celebrating the friendships and the connections that we've all formed in, in this community. And you know, it, it was entire, it was ridiculously ambitious for somebody who had been uh, in the podcasting space for as little time as she had to put together an event of, it, it's a really big thing to do. And it, it, I will say it's comparable to what the Epic Film guys do with the live stream for the cure. It is a big undertaking to put all, to bring all these people together and organize these and schedule these things with these people and get people in when they need to be in and, and have conversations with people and, you know, through the internet and technology can be a problem. It was a problem for us. We, when I did my segment last time, uh, we had tons of technical problems that day, uh, both for myself and for uh, Perry and Lindsay uh, Johnson. There was just a lot of technical issues that day. And, you know, that, and that happens. But she pulled off this whole big event, you know, with minimal, I'm not saying it was like, oh, she's so new to this, but it was like at the level, at the time she'd had in, nobody else would dare put something like that together. Uh, it was like, hell no, no, I I'm, I'm three years in. I still don't try and I, I will participate. I will help. I will support her in all of her crazy things that she wants to do to bring people together because she's so amazing at that. But I'm not, I can't do something like that. I could never dream to do the things that she's doing, but she's doing it again to celebrate the first podiversary of Sunshine and Power Cuts podcast. She's doing another Sunshine Summit. And once again, celebrating those connections, celebrating the friendships and and uh, and connections and relationships we've we've built in this community. And uh the Sunshine Summit 2.0, which I'm just going to keep referring to it 
<laughs> this time running from August 11th to the 17th or the 12th to the 18th for all of you people on, on across the timeline that, that live in the future. Um, um, and this time around, again, marking the anniversary of the podcast. And I am actually quite fortunate, more, more accurately. I'm, I was actually, it was very dumb luck enough that I will actually be joining her on the actual anniversary of the podcast, which is August 12th. And I will actually be on at 5 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday the 12th, which for me is two in the afternoon because time zones are fun. But this time around, besides me, uh, returning guests this time include Elisa Lucas from Best Forevers, a podcast for Kindred Spirits, uh, Stargate Pioneer from the Gunna Geek Network and Better Podcasting, and Bandrew Scott from the uh, Podcasted YouTube channel, Bandrew Says Podcast, Geeks Rising. And joining us this time, I shouldn't say joining us because we're all separate uh, kind of segments on different days, is also uh, Derek from the Sometimes Geek podcast and the recently uh, launched Rolling Misadventures podcast. Uh, Rhett Hall from the Brain Trust Network, the Wallfly podcast, Cardinal Branding. He's a busy guy. <laughs> Anthony and Stephanie Conti. I hope I didn't mess up your names, guys. Uh, the Off Center Archers podcast. Uh, again, I'm 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 sorry if I mess up your name. Uh, Loning Lara from the Low no- from Low Nose Media. Uh, Susie Buttress from the Casual Birder podcast. Uh, Logan Nagel. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm butchering you guys' names. I'm so sorry. From the Paper Robots podcast. My dear friends, Lisa and Sam from I Shake My Head. And uh, Luke. No last name given because he Luke likes his anonymity. <laughs> from Luke Who's Talking. I know Luke through the, uh, the Sunshine and Power Cuts Discord server. He's a funny guy. <laughs> I have not had the time to listen to his show. It's, it's a very new show. Um, so I, I need to, I need to listen to it. If you've noticed some of these, the promos lately and some of the recommended listening features like sometimes geek podcast, I've been last time around. I was very in your face. Here's all of the, the shows from, for the sunshine summit. Here, and I'm going to devote all this time to it. And hey, I, w- I was really busy with vacation and a lot of, and you know, shuffling the show around a little bit. I was very low key <laughs> filtering this, this stuff in this time, you know, featuring shows and talking about things for leading into the, this sunshine summit without really uh, slapping you in the face with it, but introducing you to these shows. And I, I just got busy. <laughs> I got busy. Uh, but. That is the lineup and I will, I have links to not only to the page with sunshine and power cuts for uh, this sunshine summit with the full guest list and the schedule and the times and everybody and links to their stuff. I also have in the show notes links to all of the individual shows, like the hosts themselves. And it's, I don't know your podcatcher may work. And I'm, I'm, I know I'm getting into the technical side sidebar here. Depending on how your thing works, 
you may or may not have the links in your your app, but on the webpage, on in the show notes on at oddadapodcast.com, there is links to every one of these shows. Click on the host, there you go. It goes right to their stuff. So I know some podcatchers and, and different apps, depending on where you're listening, can really change how things work. So but again, all the links for all this for everything is in the show notes or go to sunshineandpowercuts.com and click on Sunshine Summit 2018 and you'll get it all there. Or again, I've got the links in the show notes, but I'm excited I'm because I, I, I had a great time the first time around, even with all of the, the hiccups and the technical stubble, stubble, the technical troubles we had, you know, the March event was great. I watched every feed, everybody. Um, it was a great time. And I want, I, 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 you know, Heather is a great friend and I, I fully support, like I said, I'll support her in all the crazy things she wants to do. If she wants to do this once a month, I will support her in this and I will be, I will like, nope, this day I'm, I'm doing the event, whatever. I'll, I'll back her on that. But I can't, I could never do this myself. But I'm I'm not about to like back away. Like nope. As soon as she said, as soon as I found out that scheduling was open, I was like, no, no, why now? Right now? And like I need my spot, of course. And she didn't. She didn't think that I necessarily was going to do it again. I don't know why. <laughs> I was like, no, of course I'm going to do this. <laughs> you know, she went ahead and she finally made merch uh, for to kind of celebrate the event. Any anniversary. So I got my sunshine and power cuts t-shirt and mug now adding into my collection, but I'm excited for the event. It's only a couple of weeks away or yeah, it's only about two, three weeks away. Cause I don't have a calendar in front of me, but it's, it's only a few days. Well, let me look cause the website has tracker cause I'm like that, but yeah, it's, it's starting, you know, it's August 11th to the 18th. And August 11th is 17 days from now at the time that this is released. And yeah, that's, that's two and a half, two weeks and a couple of days. That's not a long time. You know, which reminds me, kids are going back to school in another week. Ah, that's a whole other thing. But I, I'm excited for it. I think you should, you should check it out. Um, a lot of these, these are great shows. It's like, you know, like I said, all of the returning guests and everybody here, we all jumped. We all volunteered. We all came into this this time around. There was no, hey, do you want to do the thing? Which last time she invited people and say, hey, do you want to participate in this? And we were like, yeah, absolutely. This time around, it was all, hey, I want to be a part of this this time. And hopefully no no technical difficulties this time and you know, it's, it's going to be fun again. Uh, just getting to sit down and talk with Heather is, is always a good time. I, I just enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy her friendship. We we're, she's just a really cool person. So, and, and all the people involved, just like last time it was, it was really cool. Just event to do. So I'm excited. Check it out. Sunshine and power cuts.com, uh, sunshine summit 2018. In my case, 2.0. <laughs> 
So before I wrap up this, you know, I'm sorry, incredibly long show, but like I said, it's, it's a week of vacation crammed into an episode. Um, <laughs> I, I haven't done one in a little bit. I know, I know you missed them. I've got to do a jackass of the week. So instead of having a news story to pull this time, I just have a little bit of a rant. It's actually related to my vacation. <laughs> so this week's jackass of the week goes to whoever the hell designed the freeways in Texas cities. <laughs> so kind of a major gripe I have with my vacation every year is the design of the freeway systems in just about every major city in Texas. It's, it, it it's retarded. I'm just going to say it. It's retarded. Uh, never mind that they're perpetually under construction and there's never any real progress or signs of any actual improvements over the last, uh, eight years that I've been making this trip. Now scratch that. Make it the last 20 years since I was driving and I was a kid living there. Uh, the freeway systems, the roads, they, they don't make any sense. Generally, like exit ramps from the freeway lead directly into the on ramps. So people exiting the freeway are having to deal with people trying to get on the freeway at the same exact time. And they've got less than a quarter mile, which you don't think that you have a very, there's a very tight space with which for people to crisscross and cross traffic and not smash into each other. And then the fact that all of these freeways, Texas uses the frontage roads as basically major streets. So like in Corpus Christi, where I lived, the freeway is just referred to as South Padre Island Drive, even though that is technically, that's the frontage road is South Padre Island Drive. And then the freeway runs, which is, I think, Highway 358 runs directly down the middle of it. I could be wrong about the number. Sue me. I haven't lived there in 10 years. But the 350, whatever, there's 357, 358 highway that is the freeway that runs down the middle of it. South Padre Island Drive in Corpus Christi is the busiest road in town. They intentionally put all of the businesses, and this pretty much goes for every major city. All of the frontage road is a major street. It's a major road. And they'll be lined with all of the businesses, all the major businesses, all your shopping malls, all the businesses you're trying to go to. All, and it's great from a, a theoretical perspective. It's like, hey, you get off the freeway, there's the mall. Bam, there's the gas station. There's the hotels. There's the McDonald's. There's the grocery stores. It's like, you exit the freeway, bam, there it is. What would be smarter is if you exit and you go around the corner and there it is. Because basically you now have people trying to get in and out of grocery stores, hotels, restaurants, shopping malls. They're just trying to get in and out of the businesses they're trying to do business at. Meanwhile, you've got someone hauling ass down the freeway coming, coming off that exit ramp at 50, 60 miles an hour, depending on how hard they want to hit their brakes. And you're just kind of stuck. And you end up sitting there having to fight this traffic and like look for a gap and dart in. Meanwhile, there are people trying to get on the freeway. <laughs> So you got people getting off the freeway, getting on the freeway, trying to get in and out of businesses. And maybe you're exiting the freeway and you're trying to get into that place. Like, oh, I'm trying to get into the grocery store right there and I've got to exit right here. You've got a hard over and technically you've got the right of way. You can 
jump over four lanes or whatever. And it's just nightmare traffic. And like, oh yeah, but going back, you know, all the, you have to fight with all this. And then the freeway itself, like I said, you have very little room because they'll just have like one ramp and you'll like uh, the freeway will go up a hill and then you go down and then there's an off ramp and that off ramp leads directly into the on ramp. And then that on ramp, the merge lane, you know, where you, when you first get on the freeway to kind of merge into traffic on the freeway traffic is super, super, they're all super, super short. And you have very little time to actually merge into traffic. And apparently Texans don't know how to merge into traffic in a general way. Yeah, I said it. What? <laughs> but then you've got a super short merge lane where people will end up actually stopping. You have traffic stopped full stop in the travel lanes on the freeway and in the merge in the, the ramp trying to merge into traffic because the lane is so short. You don't have time to get up to speed. So you're forced to stop or hit somebody. And then the people in traffic are, they end up stopping. They end up trying to slow down and everyone's like slowing down to merge. And it's like, you're not supposed to slow down. You're supposed to speed up and match speed and get and find a gap and get in. And, and, but the lanes are so short, you can't get up to speed before you're out of merge lane. You're ramming into somebody. That's why there are so many traffic accidents. And that's why there's like major traffic accidents in every major Texas city around rush hour every single day in granted. Yeah. I have, we have them in Phoenix too, but they don't cripple the freeways. <laughs> so unless it's like crash in the middle of a thing and it blocked three lanes. Yeah. But you know, people crash in ramps and then it, it kills all the traffic. It sucks. And then on top of that, they basically designed all these cities so that you have to use these freeways. Like I said, the major shopping, the major everything is right there on the freeway or the free, the city is designed in a way where it is so inefficient to travel on the surface streets. You're forced to get on the freeway. Or even if you want to take the surface streets, you're like, oh, well, I can't because I have to go on this freeway to get over to there because this street doesn't travel that way. It doesn't go all the way through. I have to get on the 410. I have to get on the whatever. And it sucks. <laughs> I don't even drive certain when I'm visiting my dad in San Antonio. I don't drive certain hours of the day because it's not worth the stress. And, and never mind that these roads and they designed them in this way where these they'll have two lanes merging at the same exact point, And now you've got two, like conf you get like two different highways merging onto the same third highway at the same time, but all of them are busy. And now you have a gridlock because traffic, because poorly designed highways. And it's, you end up spending hours sitting there in the freeway without, and you've moved two, three miles. Because, because it's just that packed. They're just not, they didn't design the freeways for the traffic they have and they didn't design them in a way to where they're expandable. They're just stuck. You know, it's a thing here in Phoenix and I use the Phoenix freeway system as a, as a very good example because the Phoenix road system is a grid. It's just a flat grid. Some like you've got straight roads going north, south, straight roads going east, west, and then you've got a couple of loops. They go around the valley. 
nothing, you know, and they kind of, they're kind of like a, I wouldn't say a figure eight, but they kind of intersect each other a bit, but for the most part, they, but they stay out of the way and they're elevated above the traffic and there are no, the frontage roads are just there for access to the freeway. There's no major frontage roads. There's no business on the frontage roads. You're not going to exit the freeway and immediately enter into a thing. Like, nope, you're going to exit. You're going to go to the street. You're going to turn and it's on that street. (laughs) You might see the business. You cannot access the business from the frontage. You have to go around somewhere else. But it's all arranged in a way. And the spacing is such that it's in the eight, eight, nine years I've lived here. They have been expanding all of the main freeways because they can, because there's room for it, because you don't have a pre-existing road and businesses that you are going to impact by like if in San Antonio, if they widened out the 410 and rearranged the lanes so that it was more efficient, they would have to cut a lane off the frontage roads, which just makes traffic worse on the frontage roads. So it's not helping anything. They, the way the city, their cities were designed, they were not designed to be able to expand. They were not designed to be able to improve the road conditions. And oh yeah, the road conditions themselves suck. Texas highways suck. <laughs> it's something as soon as we get back there, every time we're like, the roads are in shit repair and they're fucking nasty. There's so much trash. And yes, I realize that I come from a state that has a massive fleet of, of street sweepers every night of every Every single night of the week, you will find a fleet of street sweepers cleaning the Arizona roads. You don't see the same piece of trash on an Arizona road two days in a row. They keep the streets clean. In Texas, it's the complete opposite. I've driven past the same broken, the same busted down tire a week apart, driving out to Texas and driving back home. They don't maintain the roads. I told my wife this year, Texas needs to institute a, a, they don't have a state uh, income tax. I said they need a state income tax just to fix the fucking roads and clean them up. Give them a 1% state income tax just so they can fix the roads and clean them up and get the stupid, blow up the damn highways and redesign them in a way that is not going to give you a friggin' aneurysm because I hate driving. I said it before. I will drive. In Phoenix, we've got the I-10, we've got the 101, the 202, the 303, the 17, and the 51, the major highways in that run across the valley. That's not even counting the, the B-line highway, the 69, the 89 that are up in the northern part. That's just the Phoenix highways. I would drive every single freeway in Phoenix for an hour apiece instead of spending 20 minutes on the damn 410 in San Antonio. The difference being, I would drive all of three blocks in 20 minutes on the 410 in San Antonio. You're not going to get anywhere, and it's going to suck. I, I I hate those freeways. I, 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 I hate driving in San Antonio or any other. Corpus Christi is the same. Houston, Dallas, the, the freeways all suck. The general open road highways in Texas suck. The whoever designed the highway systems in Texas needs to be bitch slapped and they need to go back and redesign all this shit and they need to fucking clean them up and, and maybe mow once in a while. 
Yeah, I said it. Mow your damn grass, Texas. All right. <laughs> I'm, I've bitched about the roads and everything else so much. <laughs> oh, I, I, it's a, it's a gripe I, my wife and I have every year when we go back. And my wife was born and raised in, in South Texas. That's home to her. And even she was like, Oh, it's such a mess. God, these roads suck. Can't wait to get back home. <laughs> you know, so Texas, all of Texas. Listen to that. Fix your damn roads. <laughs> Blow up all of the stupid stacks of freeway ramps that you have and put in logical, organized, efficient uh, ramps and interchanges that aren't going to give somebody a friggin' migraine. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. <laughs> so, ah. <sighs> I know, long show. But thank you for putting up with me. Remember, you can get the links to all of the shows and everything that I talked about for the Sunshine Summit. No other story links because I wouldn't mention about anybody in the news this week. But all that, all the past episodes, however it is that you're listening to, subscribe to the show. I have received word I should be in Spotify now. I need to get the links up for that. I need to verify that I'm in Spotify, but I believe I am in Spotify. If you know, if you are one of those people who, who has Spotify, I don't, I have to get it on my phone just so I can check. If you have Spotify and, and you can check this out for me, let me know. Let me know if I'm in Spotify. It'd be really cool. Um, and I'll get the links up for it all, but go to odddeadoutpodcast.com. Click the little subscribe buttons there. However you listen, however you you subscribe to the show if you really dig the show tell a friend share it on your social media i'm at odd dad out on facebook twitter and instagram and even on google plus but who uses google plus <laughs> and i can be found in all the all the fun places you find podcasts not that you've listened this far you know <laughs> i don't have to tell you but check out sunshine and power cuts check out all of the hosts coming up for the Sunshine Summit. I'm not going to be beating you over the head with it this time, although it's only a couple of weeks away. So tune in, check them out, support your local, indie, your local, support your indie podcaster friends and, and family and neighbors, because you know what? I bet you you've got one. <laughs> I've got more than I thought I did. So check them out. And... I don't even know. <laughs> I'm, I'm rambling and I'm recording this. I normally record with the music going and I don't have it going right now. I'm adding it in in post. The magic of editing. <laughs> and I'll talk more about that stuff another time. I'm, I'm running. It's been a long show. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still going. But thank you for listening. Thank you for putting up with me and coming back after a, a break and, and, and all of the great things you do. Uh, thank you for help for making me making it to three years. Yes, it's my stubbornness and not giving up, but the fact that you're here listening, even if you're not listening right now while I'm saying this, but you've listened to some part of this, even for you being here and listening for all this for three years now that I've done this show. Thank you. Because that's, that's, you know, the fact that I have numbers, the fact that anybody listens to me every week is what keeps me going. And I appreciate it. And you are awesome. 
Again, even if you're not hearing this right now, you're still awesome because you listened to some point of this. So thank you to all of you. And until next week, (laughs) I'm sure I forgot some stuff, but thank you and good night. Good night.